to MimiPierceDesigns.com, the podcast. And now, here's Mimi Pierce. Hello, friends, and welcome to Mimi Pierce Designs, the podcast. Uh, just an alert, I want to let you know that we are now, our episodes, my episodes are now starting on Tuesdays every week. They were doing Wednesdays, but my executive producer husband Jim decided that Tuesday is a better day to launch um, these episodes. So I'm starting to do those on Tuesdays. But I just want to say thank you. I had so much great response um, from viewers, listeners in the past that have supported me. Um, I'm getting great feedback from you. And, and it's great because that just it does this girl's heart good because um, I'm still getting to talk to a lot of a lot of you folks. And, um, you know, I've also known through all of this that um, I'm getting to know that I know a lot of powerful women and I am blessed to be associated with so many uh, different folks from all walks of life. Um, I'm so excited about my guest today, two very powerful women um, with great stories, with great vision, with great jobs. Uh, I'm going to start with my first guest, uh, Karen Alter. She is with Borshoff Advertising and uh, Corbin, or Corbin, Karen and I, Corbin's my son, uh, Karen and I go back to our Butler days. Um, we are um, sorority sisters, just like I was last week with Janet. We are sorority sisters at Kappa Alpha Theta. So hi, Karen. Hi, Mimi. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm, yeah, I'm glad you're here. And then also I have Elaine Beadle, and I'm going to get into her in just a minute uh, and the ties that she has with Karen. Um, but she is the CEO of the Indiana Destination Development Corp. How does that fit on your uh, does that fit on your business card, Elaine? <laughs> it's a little long. Thank you for That's, having me though. Yeah, I'm so glad. But I, I want to backtrack just a little bit because you know, I always like um, sharing some some personal insight to the people that I have on. I've had, you know, people from all walks of life, whether it be family members, someone in decorating, someone in food. Um, but Karen, um, you know, she's had some bumps uh, along life's highway. And um, I, I just always like to share the personal sides of things. And um, there have been some bumps for you. And several years ago, um, your sister Christy um, was killed in a car accident um, by a drunk driver. And um, I know that you have been such a champion for her and her kids. Um, she left behind a family. And tell us about Christy. Well, yes, she was the brightest light, um, my best friend, just a, a great person and great role model for me growing up. She's my older sister, and she touched so many lives. She was just truly a servant heart leader. She did uh, so many great things. And she, I, I always tell people, I don't think she ever slept because she would be baking or sewing or creating uh, something through the night and, you know, for the kids the next day. And um, you know, when she left our, when she left this earth, it was such a, a huge void for so many people. It took so many of us to fill just her two shoes. Um, you know, my brother and I, my parents, um, so many people. So yes, just to really avoid, but her life um, so well lived, even in just the 41 years that she was with us. And uh, you know, now even today, just to see her legacy through her children is just amazing how they're thriving. And, you know, the, they're one of the oldest ha now has three grandsons or three <laughs> her, her grandsons. So, yeah, just an amazing thing. And, and we've tried to um, 
continue her memory through, you know, sponsor or scholarships and and other events uh, that honor her life. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, for and and I, I, I love I love when I. I, I know you do. And I, I love when you share on Facebook pictures of, of what would be her grandkids today. Yeah. And I know that you've been such, well, all of your family has been such a, a great role model for all, all of those children. Um, and then there's the next bump or one of those other bumps in life's highway. And that is the C word. And these days that could mean COVID-19 or it could mean cancer. And both are unfortunate. And in your case, it was cancer. And I, I, I believe it came kind of at the height when things were really starting to move forward with you at Borshaw. Um, tell us about that experience as well. Sure. Yeah. And it's funny that you're bringing up both of these events. Christy died um, 20 years ago this September, and I just celebrated 10 years cancer-free in January. Yay! So 2021 is kind of this huge uh milestone year for me. But yes, I was diagnosed in 2009 with colorectal cancer um, and very much of a surprise. I was young. I was only 46 and um, thankfully just having a really supportive doctor who was in tune with a lot of my health issues encouraged me at that point to have a uh, colonoscopy, not for any other reason, but just as a preventive thing. And, and they found it. So had I waited till the age then, I think was 50, had I waited till 50, I probably wouldn't be here today. But because of that inner, you know, intervention and, and getting that procedure done, um, we were able to catch it really early and I was, uh, you know, treated and now I right. can count yeah. as a cancer-free person. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I will tell you that uh, Karen comes from great stock. Her her <laughs> dad, her dad, Ray, her mom, Sandy. Uh, your dad is Mr. Manuel High School. I mean, <laughs> those people yeah. poured their heart and soul. I mean, your dad was a football coach. He's been in the yeah. Hall of Fame. Um, and I know that uh, you come from really strong stock with your, your, yeah. your parents. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. yeah. And, th and you had mentioned the part about Borshoff. So yeah, right at the end of my treatment, um, in 2010 was when Myra Borshoff, founder of Borshoff, announced her retirement. And at the holiday party, I remember being pulled aside by the owners at the time and there, and I'm just re-entering back into work. I had taken a leave of absence to uh, undergo the, the care and, and treatment. And I came back for the holiday party, which, you know, why not? That's a, <laughs> that's a fun way to be and they pulled me aside afterward and said, hey, we want you to be an owner. We want you to be a partner. And I was like, wait, I haven't even been around. So wow. it was just a humbling experience and, and really topped off a, a traumatic time with really a, a new um, lease on life and, and really a purpose uh, to you know, help lead Borshoff. Yeah, and and you've done a great job of it. In fact, uh, probably one of the next people that we're going to talk to will uh, back that up. Uh, that uh, you are very good at what you do. So I want to shift gears now to our other guest, which is Elaine Beetle. And I came to know Elaine um, through the days at Channel Thirteen. And Elaine uh, was a Elaine was a financial advisor. She owned her own company. And uh, back in these days, I, you just didn't think of a woman um, being a financial advisor. And um, We'll give Channel 13 credit uh, that they um, they chose to have you do segments. And I'll, I'll never forget because Patrick Harmon, he was one of our floor directors. And he's like, oh, we get Elaine today. You know, he got he would get all excited because <laughs> Elaine would do the noon show uh, and do a lot of the financial advising segments. So that's how I came. And she always had the prettiest suits. <laughs> 
<laughs> so welcome, Elaine. Now, now gears, uh, they've kind of shifted. Elaine is award-winning. Uh, she actually, uh, you have your master's from Butler, so all three of us have a right. little something in common. I know that uh, your your main degree is from Hanover University, um, but um, and you started, you know, your company. And then uh, you kind of moved out of your company and then worked for the state. And tell us about that before you got into this latest venture. Sure, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. And Karen didn't realize all the background there. So I learned something about you today as well. Um, yeah, I uh, started my wealth management firm, Beetle Financial Consulting, back in the 30 plus years ago. So, um, uh, and it was running nicely and uh, growing well over that period of time and staff wise it grew as well and so um, did get an opportunity when the governor was this governor was elected uh, to serve the state and because the firm was in such a great place I mean I get good leadership team I had worked with them for a while uh, it allowed me to take this opportunity and at that time it was uh, president of the Indiana Economic Development Corporation and uh, basically, I think from the business background, because what that that uh, organization does is to provide incentives to businesses to either come to Indiana and establish uh, their their business here, or for those who are already here to expand their footprint. And um, you know, it was a quasi government entity. We could move at the speed of business. You know, if somebody was interested, we could put a plan together and get it back out to them or an offer together, and just kind of keep working. And we were competitive with a lot of states. Um, you, you know, we were always on the short list, but we had to, you know, put our best foot forward every time. And um, so that was enjoyable. We had record-setting years for yes. new job commitments to Indiana. And the important thing to me was that in those job commitments, we were seeing higher wages. Uh, so, so every time you can boost the average wage up, you know that that's going to help our Hoosiers. Uh, in the future, so so that that was that was great. Um, but as you said, I did that from uh, February of 2017, and then um, in 2019, the legislature had passed a new provision that created another quasi-government entity, and this one was to replace the Indiana Office of Tourism Development, and it was called the Indiana Destination Development Corporation. <laughs> and um, so the governor on Halloween. Uh, in October of um, 2019, made the uh, announcement that he was asking me to step uh, from the IEDC to this new entity, create the new entity as as Secretary of the Indiana Destination Development Corporation, and then CEO of the corporation, obviously. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that kind of that kind of switched around, and of course, then COVID hit. But right, right, and then um, you know. We we love we we are Hoosiers through and through and uh, we're devoted and um, but you know not everybody knows a lot about the Hoosier State and I think that that's probably um, the reason that this a uh, part of the reason was developed by um, Governor Holcomb to do this so um, you want to get the word out about Indiana so I would guess that that's the reason you reach out to Borshoff Advertising and. Um, I know there are different campaigns, but there's one in particular that's going on right now because, hello, all eyes are on Indiana right, right now. And it's not just, um, I know that this extends even farther. This isn't just for March Madness, but hello, we, we do have a lot of folks uh, looking in on us right now. So we want to put our, uh, our best foot forward. So I guess that's where you go to Karen and then Karen steps in here. 
Absolutely. Um, you know, when, when in mid-January, when the NCAA announced that all eyes would be on Indiana, we were going to hold the entire tournament, you know, not just Division One, but we also had Division Two going on in the Evansville area. It was just, I, I just knew this was going to be a one-time opportunity and that we did not want to miss this opportunity to really push our message out. Because part of what we need to do as the Indiana Destination Development Corporation is to tell the quality of life story, tell the wonderful things that are happening here, because we want to attract talent. We want to retain our graduates that are here, and we want to convert all those visitors that come here from other places to enjoy it. And we have to do that by telling stories about our quality of life, our cutting edge businesses, and those types of things as well. So I just knew this was that one, this was going to be one of those times that if we didn't reach out, take advantage right. of it, we were going to regret it when we look back. And, right. Uh, because I know this tournament's going to be run so well that we're going to get accolades from everywhere. And so I reached out to my friends at, at, at Borshoff and uh, Karen and, and Jennifer both responded quickly. And I just needed a conversation. It's like, give me some ideas. What should we right, be doing? Here? Right. This is bigger than me. I mean, I'm not in that business. I came from a you know, financial background. But right. Right. Leading this effort. And so, um, uh, it was great to start hearing ideas and start talking back and forth. And lo and behold, we, we hit on something that we thought might really uh, tell the story. The ba you know, we know basketball. We're basketball. Right. We're going to tell that story as mm -hmm. well. But we wanted to tell stories of people from around Indiana who were, who were successful, doing great things, but people probably had no idea they were located in Indiana. And that's, that's what, what I, I yeah, that's what I love about the, about this campaign, because I actually heard about it um, through Janet and I read up on it and I thought, wow. And I mean, you went for the gusto, Karen, uh, when you got the big name that you wanted to tell these people's story, um, heck, Indiana's own David Letterman. Um, so how does, I mean, how does something, I guess you guys all come together as your team, you start shooting out ideas. Once you get that into place, um, who finds David Letterman to get a hold of? Someone in your company to say, hey, you want to do us a good favor here in Indiana? Actually, we owe all the credit to Elaine for, for getting Dave. I think they, the uh, various team members on, on her team had some connections. And he was here, la was it last February, Elaine, when he, he was here? He was here for the um, celebration of... of um, 200, 200 years for Indianapolis. That's right, the bicentennial. Yeah, and um, and so yeah, so he was in town. So we were able to reach out and find and get the name of his agent. And I wrote an email and I said, you know, here's what we want to do. We're on a short time frame, you know. So unfortunately, we got to know now. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think I sent the email and I followed up a few days later and said we really have to know. And what we got back was just kind of surprising to all of us. It was yeah. a very gracious Dave Letterman saying, we absolutely want to help do this. Oh, that's uh, awesome. And, and, some, and, and actually on one of the websites we do have, uh, on the InCrowd website, we do have uh, a, a, him actually saying why he's doing this. And he just expresses how much he has appreciation for Indiana. He loved his time here growing up here. It was a great place. And he loves the connection he has with anybody else who's from Indiana. And he, he wanted to do this. And so we were pleased to, to, to have him say yeah. yes. I think, yeah. that, I think it was a really cool blend of having these authentic stories, really showcasing the, the word that our team kept kind of hearkening back to was unexpected and surprising. And we wanted to surprise and delight our audience 
And so you've got these unexpected, we're now calling them heroes, right? Because now they're in spotlight and they may not have been before, but then you underpin that or you highlight that with the voiceover of a David Letterman. And it's kind of like these newfound celebrities with this longtime celebrity. And it's just really this magical marriage of the two and how it and really is unexpected for people. Right. Give me an example of a, a couple. Um, well, I know one in particular because I'm going to share this story. It's Lee Atwell, right? Mm-hmm. And he's he's Jerry. a dis- Jerry Lee Atwood. Atwell, right. Yeah, Atwood. And Atwood. Um, I remember seeing his story in a magazine. I think it was like in a national magazine. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's right. He's right here. Well, about yeah. that time, the CMA Awards were coming up for, and Jim, they were nominated. And I'm thinking, oh, this might, you know, you have to have a spectacular, you know, dress if you're going to Nashville for the CMA. So um, I reached out to him, but I was not quite, (laughs) I wasn't that star status quite yet that I could wear his elegant dress down the runway. But, but I mean, tell, tell a little bit about his, his story, Karen. Yes. So he makes the, he designs and creates these beautiful suits and um, what, you know, what garments, I guess, uh, for famous people. And it, he does it, I think in his garage, is that right? I mean, it's. Yeah. I don't know exactly if it's his garage or not, but he embroiders, he sews, he does everything to make these creations that stand out on the runway. Obviously. And I could have stood out on the runway for him, but (laughs) I think I just, wasn't quite up there quite yet, but and then um, there's a there's a story too um, that I read about the guy that designs skateboards. Isn't he out of is he at Muncie area? Yeah, Sam Cook of Life I'm Skateboards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I just think that's so neat that you guys. So do your Karen? Do your people uh, who yes. finds who finds these um, folks that are heroes that we just didn't know about until now? So how how do you go right. about doing that? So our team just started networking within our own team. And then obviously in collaboration with Elaine's team, really just brainstorming. And I even had uh, somebody shared with me along the the course of our campaign development, a hand-drawn map of Indiana with all different people like where, because we wanted diversity, not only in the people, but the geography and right. what they, kind of what they were doing, like the different industries, as well as their paths to success. We wanted to really showcase that each one of these had had been successful in their own unique ways. You know, they didn't all get there the same way and how Indiana is, was a support system in that effort. And so it was really just crowdsourcing, you know, who do we know in these areas? How can we and and it was a short time frame, as Elaine said. So we, they obviously also had to agree to it and be willing to kind of clear their schedules so that when we were ready to shoot the, the commercials, uh, we could do so. So it was a little bit of, again, I used the word magical before, but I think it was a little magical that we could get them all together. And we and we really only could do six. Um, yeah. And given all of the different parameters and everything, it's really only six stories. But that's where everyone else can come in. I mean, this is a social campaign, right, Elaine? We want we want to involve as many people as possible. So the hence the hashtag my in crowd is really what gets everyone else involved. It's an invitation. It's an inclusive invitation for everyone to share their stories, to highlight people that they know 
who are doing those amazing, inspiring, unexpected things across our state and then share that with that hashtag. So it just amplifies the message even more. Right. And so, you know, that, that's what I love about it, because and I think, Elaine, you can speak to this because that's exactly what government Governor Holcomb is trying to do. It's not a state just with, you know, basketball goals on barns. And, and I think that's the perception that so many people have. So it is great to, to see. Um, I think this campaign is, is just amazing. And that's what I want to ask. So will this be a television campaign, radio? Where where will we be hearing it? Elaine? Well, it'll be, it'll be on the streaming services for the game. Okay. So anyone who uses streaming service will be, will have them pop up there and they're 15 seconds. So they're easy to, to kind of listen to. And, and uh, we're already finding great acceptance among those who have seen it. They love them, but people can go to visitindiana.com forward slash in crowd, I N crowd, and you can see all the videos. So yeah. if you'd like to see them right now, go there and see the videos. See, and 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 actually, you can hear Sage Steele do an oh, opening yeah. videos as well. And again, talk about another person who loves Indiana, and it comes through in everything that she says. But she invites people to use the hashtag #MyInCrowd and upload your own stories, and they'll appear there as well. So we, as as Karen was saying, this is a campaign that we need big megaphones, and we need everybody to push out all these stories on their social media platform. Because if we do, I think we can dent that national audience to give them uh, maybe a different perception than what they've had before about what Indiana is really like and the quality of life that we have here and the great things that are, that are going on here. Uh, because yeah, a lot I, of the research that we've done, there's people outside of Indiana and they've never had a connection. They just don't know what it's about. And, and it's not that they have a bad impression, but they have no impression. So we want to change that. We want to give them something to be really, really excited about and hopefully bring them to Indiana to take a job, to go to school or to to just visit and hopefully stay. Yeah. And so the um, my in crowd, is that is I have that right? Um, yeah. So because I know you posted um, a little thing on it, Karen. And so give some folks an idea. Like I know I'll probably post one with Cooper, my dog. And, you know, my in crowd is is Cooper, my dog, you know, and I just little things like that. I think, you know, those those are the fun things that let's all jump on board, especially um, right now with social media and those folks that are kind of looking in um, to March Madness. Let's let's go for it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I think it can be if you have a, um, a friend who's a business owner or uh, someone that's doing something that may not be necessarily mainstream or people may not know about something in your neighborhood, uh, you know, a, a community leader or wh whatever it might be, highlighting that uh, with a video or a story. And really, that was another thing that I think really spoke to our team and, and Elaine's team was that I think... We really study, I mean, we, we study advertising, right? I mean, that's what we do. Right. And we know how other states do it. We know what their formulas are. And uh, what we really tried to do instead was showcase the people. I mean, the place is the backdrop, but really showcase the people. And other people can do that, but we really believe it. And our state has chosen to <clears throat> highlight those people in these stories and tell their stories and then that really fits with the Midwest values. I'm much more comfortable talking about you, Mimi, or talking about you, Elaine, than I am tooting my own horn. So that's the beauty of this formula. It's maybe a little less, 
it's not traditional way, but we really think it was a way to really kind of break through and and help shape those perceptions of Indiana, which people, you know, we've already said they they may not have one at all. Right, right. Or they believe we just are in cornfields most of the most of the time. Or like we said, shooting basketball. There's nothing wrong with that. On I grew up with a, a basketball hoop on our barn at the farm, so right. there's nothing. But like you said, it's just the way the perception, and um, you're you're changing that. And I just I think this campaign is just uh, it's going to be successful, especially. But I also want to because we're focusing on March Madness. But Elaine, outside of this, okay, so eventually March Madness, it'll it'll go away. Um, so then what's what's the next for for your group? Well, we we started a campaign in January that uh, is going to run all year called Hoosiers by Choice. And again, you can go to HoosiersbyChoice.com and see the videos that we released here. And here, these videos are made by individuals who moved here from somewhere else, mm-hmm. maybe reluctantly, but once they got here, they discovered they love it and that they're not going to leave. And they tell in these videos, again, they're 90 second to 120 second videos of why they moved here and why they love it. And they are so heartwarming uh, to, to, to someone who's lived here all their lives, because many of us Hoosiers, we don't understand that that this is a pretty good place. Sometimes we take it for granted. We always think the grass is greener somewhere else. But these people come here and they love it. And they t- and I I just want everyone to go and, and listen to those. And we're pushing those out a couple a week. And so you can go to the hoosiers.com, hoosiersbychoice.com and see the ones we've released so far. Uh, during this month of March, they're all basketball related. So Scott mm-hmm. Pollard and his wife, right. Ron, who stayed here after they've, he uh, ended his career with the Pacers, stayed here, tell why they love it. We've got several basketball coaches, but we're going to continue to have uh, more videos. And we all know somebody, right, who right. tells us those stories all the time, that why they, why they moved here. Get them to share their story. So again, on that website, you can click on share, share your story and they can, we'll talk to them about how to upload the video that they make themselves and, and fill out a little form and we'll hopefully use them down the road. So Elaine, um, putting you on the spot here, will you be able to attend, or Karen, will you be able to attend any of this March Madness? <laughs> well, um, my husband got online when tickets got available. so <laughs> He had to buy them? He, yeah. he didn't have any connections? <laughs> well, we, we, didn't, we didn't try that route, but, yeah, uh, I, but I think we have, we have tickets for Sunday uh, okay. at Banker's Life. So we'll see some of the games on, on Sunday. Exciting, exciting. I have an invitation for tomorrow night Purdue game. So I'm just needing to make kind of connect the dots there. So hopefully, uh, and that's at Lucas Oil, I believe. Yeah, it, it's just such an exciting time. And and I, I know you, you gals are so busy. I, I just, um, I'm so blessed that, you know, you joined me today and the story is out there. I always just think it's fun to, to take a, a different look at things that um, are going on and a lot of stuff that people just don't know about. And so I, I just, I thank you both. Um, you're just uh, both two amazing, powerful women. And um, I just thank you for joining me today. And um, we'll we'll see where March Madness goes and, and beyond. Yes, and we'll, we'll ask you, Mimi, to share the My In Crowd hashtag sh- with all of your followers because you're an influencer and we know you can reach a, a large audience uh, for us. So 
Uh, I will do that. Just multiply from there. So thank you. I will do that. Well, you girls have a good day. Uh, It's a kind of a gloomy day here in Indianapolis today, but uh, boy, things are going to be bright with all these teams that are in town and, and let's just celebrate. So to both of you, I am grateful today. Thanks so much. Thank you.